All right, welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace, and you are tuned in to Simplify Complexity, your relationship podcast. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, we are so honored that you would join us, that you would be here with us today. I am excited because we have the amazing Amanda from Confessions of a Christian Chick. Please say hello. Hey guys, how are you? I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're, we're happy to have you. And, and uh, before we get to that though, and we kind of uh, talk a little bit about you and we want to hear more about what God is uh, doing in your life and through your podcast, I want to encourage our listeners, please hit that subscribe button right now. No matter what you're doing, just pause, hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you like us. If you have not left a review, I love, we love to hear your reviews and just hear how this uh podcast is blessing you. And so please let us know, give us that feedback. If you have any topic ideas, we want to hear from you. And so please do that right now. So uh, Amanda, you have a, a podcast, please tell our listeners a little bit about that. Yes. So the name of my podcast is Confessions of a Christian Chick, as you said. And basically, you know, the whole point of the podcast is to obviously, you know, to spread the word of God. But I feel like sometimes we as Christians or believers, we tend to want to um, kind of put on like a facade of like being perfect. Right. And on my podcast, we really just talk about like Christianity, but from a relatable perspective, like we are not perfect and, you know, we all foreshadow of, of God's glory. So we're just open with one another. We have, um, various topics, you know, you, you came on one of the episodes and it's just to, um, you know, be honest and it's a safe place for us to just talk about things of God and the things that we're going through. And I love that too, because sometimes we, we don't, we're not down to earth. Sometimes we can, as we grow in Christ and as we grow in our faith, we can become this kind of person where we forget where God has brought us from. And then that right. disconnects us from the people we're trying to minister to because we're, we're not perfect. We've all made mistakes and, and we're all striving in this fight. And And for people to see realness for people to see that, hey, I struggle too, you struggle too, you know, and, and to, to allow people to to touch that, it, it really helps in the area of ministry. So I think that's really awesome. Yeah. yeah, thank you. All right. So our topic today, I think is really, really deep, and I'm excited to really kind of talk about <laughs> this because we're actually going to do that. We're going to get real. We're going to expose ourselves. And I think we've all had this thought. And or if you haven't, then um, eventually maybe it's something that you'll think about. But our, our topic today is, is it better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all? And I mean, when you talk about love and just the, the joys of love, there's a lot that comes with that. But then when you talk about hurt and, and some of the challenges of loving and some of the challenges of relationships and, and for those that have been in relationships, um, many have experienced some of those challenges, not all, but many have experienced those challenges, those, those downs. And, and sometimes you can hit some lows. And so sometimes we can feel yeah. like, you know, Hey, I'd rather have never loved at all than to, to, uh, have been hurt. And, and so yeah. what, what are your thoughts on any of those things? <sighs> all right. So if I just had to answer that question, Straight up, I would say that, yes, it is better to have loved. <laughs> um, I mean, of course, there's a lot that goes into it, like you've explained before. But I do believe that everything that you go through in life is a learning experience. Yeah. So even if you did love and it didn't work out the way you hoped for it to, I do believe that if you apply yourself, there are some things that you can take from that relationship and learn that not only will make you a better person in your next relationship, but just a better person in general. And I feel like that that's something that, you know, that's something that we that can help you. So I'm going to say, yes, it's better to have loved than to never have loved at all. I, and I would agree with you. But what's interesting about, I think, that 
question or that thought is that I think it's easy to say yes. Because when mm-hmm. you think about love and you think about the, the, the story of love and everything that kind of comes around love, I think it's easy to say yes. But I want to say if you've never really been hurt, that's what makes it easy. And I remember kind of growing up and, and going through my life where you hear about hurt or maybe you see people who have gotten hurt or you've had friends who have gotten hurt. And I've maybe kind of gotten hurt, but it wasn't until I got like hurt, hurt. And I, and I really, I really <laughs> want to be real with um, you. I want to be real with our audience that I, I probably live much of my life where I've been in relationships and and I've been hurt kind of. but. Mm-hmm. Once I really gave a woman my heart and I was really trying to do things God's way and, you know, really just made myself vulnerable and, and, you know, just gave someone all of me for the most, I mean, not, not more than I give myself to God, mm-hmm. but to where I bought into God's full desire and plan for relationships which is the, the, the best and, and, and perfect way. But in that, you do leave yourself vulnerable when you really uh, commit yourself to someone in that way. And to have somebody really hurt you, hurt you. And, and, and I want to get your thoughts, but I, I do remember when somebody would say, you know, uh, that you're hurting to the point to where your heart hurts. Mm. And, 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 and I've never, you know, I always thought that was just a saying until you actually get hurt to that point to where like literally your heart is aching. And I don't know, have you ever experienced where you've been hurt to that point to where like your heart just hurts and you're just like, just make it stop. I just want my heart to stop hurting because it literally hurts. Okay. See, and then, so that, so I have to agree with what you're saying. I can't personally say that I've ever experienced that. Okay. Um, where I've been at that point, but I do believe that I've been at a point where like, you know, you have hope. And you put, like you said, you you put everything into it and it didn't work out the way that you intended it yeah. or, you know, it, you ended up losing. But I, so I would want to ask you, do you believe that those times or those experiences, did they build some type of character in you to, or did they help you in any sort of way? Or do you just believe that it was a total loss? Well, and I, I don't believe it was a total loss. I, I do believe that God built character in me, but that's because of what I allow God to do through me during that time. And, and, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that's kind of where I, I was going to go is, you know, as we deal with hurt, hurt can take us to a gloomy place. And I was really meditating and thinking about it because I didn't want to necessarily say dark um, because sometimes when we think of dark, we think of kind of evil and it doesn't necessarily take us maybe to an evil place. But mm-hmm. hurt can take us to a very gloomy place where it could take us into depression. It could take us into just where we're, we're, we're in this fog and it's so hard to to see out of that fog and, and the only reason I'm, i i, I want to mention this is because i know that some of our listeners you're in that fog i know that yeah. some of our listeners you're in a marriage right now and you're just like god why me you know you're you're going through something and you're just really struggling and you might be dealing with depression you might even be thinking about suicide you you might be dealing with uh i want a divorce i want to get out and you're just like i don't see any way out and and that's what i meant that you know it can take you to a very gloomy place but mm-hmm. you know as you you kind of mentioned that's where we always have to have that hope. And that's where Christ comes in. And here's the interesting part. It's the love of God 
that actually gets us from that gloomy place. Mm-hmm. So the very thing that we are hurting, the very thing that we gave of ourselves to love that got us in that situation, love is the very thing that takes us out of that dark place. Yeah. Share, but I mean, share, share a little bit. I mean, what, what do you think about anything I said and, and, and share maybe some of your, more about maybe some of your past experiences and relationships. One experience that I felt like I was in love with the person, and I, I do kind of question um, the kind of love that I thought it was yeah. because now that I've gotten closer to Christ, I kind of, um, I look at love differently now in general, mm. right? So that's a it's something that I just think like, was this really love? But at the time, yes, I would say that it was love. And of course it didn't work out like I like I said, like I thought it would. Yeah. But for me afterwards, I think kind of like what you said, that was one experience that actually pushed me closer and closer and closer to God because I just felt like my back was against the wall. I felt like I had no one to turn to at that point. Mm. It's like this person that I looked at that I thought I loved and I, you know, you start planning a life with the person. I wasn't married to the person, but it's something that you start planning a life with the person. And then to have all that ripped away from you, you just, you feel like you're starting from the beginning. So I can't say that it was because of that part of that relationship is what helped me even get closer to God, like I said. And from that experience on, I've looked at relationships and I've looked at love differently. So one thing that has really, really helped me is um, just approaching relationships differently. And I don't want to like turn the course of this, but it's been more of like, I don't, I don't, and and I'm sensitive when I say this, but I try not to use my heart first, right? You know, the Bible tells us to Mm. guard our heart. And I feel like the Bible says that for a reason. It doesn't tell you, you know, to guard your brain. It tells you to guard your heart because we all know like how vulnerable our hearts can be. Mm -hmm. That's why we have to make sure we are protecting it. So now for me, when I'm approaching relationships and I'm approaching the things that I've gone through, I'm going into it more with prayer and wisdom. And because of that, you know, God will give me the spirit of discernment. And the spirit of discernment is is huge in everything that we do in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're right in that it, there is value in understanding that we want to guard our hearts and and mm-hmm. just being mindful of, you know, who we leave ourselves vulnerable to. That's just wisdom. And and I yeah. think that sometimes, many times as we do pursue love, and as we we pursue it, as we better understand the difference between infatuation and what true love is. You know, true love is that sacrifice. True love is the, is that action. As we begin to put in that action rather than infatuation, but in doing so, I'm mindful that it's a choice. I'm mindful that it's not um, something to where I'm not broken by somebody. Mm-hmm because my love is not in somebody. And, and so you're kind of asking me because my foundation was in Christ. Right. That's why I was not broken. And, and that's why even though I uh, had given some of my heart and I had loved, um, I was not broken because ultimately my love was in Christ and it was Christ that in his love that was able to pull me out of that. Now, I have a couple of different thoughts, and, and as we kind of build on this whole question, because the, to me, the idea is, is, man, I've been hurt. And sometimes when you've been hurt, you're like, I don't want to go through this again. Yeah. And so therefore, we begin to actually guard our hearts so much that we're not willing to open our hearts back up. 
And mm-hmm. so, so I think it's so interesting that you're talking about, hey, we need to guard our heart. And as a result of what you went through, you were like, okay, wait a minute, I'm a lot, I, I'm, I'm really careful about, you know, giving my heart to somebody. And unconsciously, I believe that we can come to a place to where we don't even realize that we aren't opening ourselves up at all. We've actually really hardened our heart. And that's where we're actually falling into this. Well, I don't want to be vulnerable again. I really don't want to feel that hurt again. So therefore, I'm actually going to be super, super guarded and not almost love again. And, And that, I think, also is dangerous. Do you have any thoughts on that? Guarding your heart is different from, you know, living in fear, right? And, and I, you know, the Bible also tells us, like, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Yes. So I understand what you're saying that, you know, we're now, ta- we're taking like an extra mile. Mm-hmm. But if we are asking God for wisdom, as the Bible tells us that we can do, you know, ask God for wisdom and he'll give us, uh, he, you know, he's generous enough to give us the wisdom. I think that's where it's going to be um, to that separates that. Oh, yes. Oh, my, my heart is guarded and I'm making sure I'm cautious, but I am still applying wisdom. Right. Because. If you're looking at a situation, let's say you meet someone and you're starting to like this person, guarding your heart is, you know, not planning a wedding, uh, you know, on the second day. That's guarding your heart. But using wisdom is also praying and seeking God. Like, you know what, God, I'm really starting to like this person. You know, please give me the spirit of discernment or please, you know, um, just let me know, should I go forward or should I go on this date or should I, you know, start hanging out with this person? So I think, yes, there is kind of like a fine line, but we do have to, um, we, we have to take, we have to be um, practical about it. And we also have to just take our, the approach that we should when it comes to seeking God and on what he wants us to do next. Okay. Now, now, now I want to build on that because as we talk about the, as we build on the concept of the question, mm-hmm. even if we are careful, at some point, we have to be willing to go cross that line, even if yes. it means that we might get hurt. And that, I think, sometimes is that hard part, is that, okay, I, I am careful. I'm not planning the wedding right away. I'm trying to be cautious. I'm showing discernment. But at some point, I have to be willing to make myself vulnerable, even though I've gotten all the information, even though I've been as wise as I can possibly be, at some point, I have to be willing to open up my heart fully. I have to be willing to allow somebody in. And, and that's where sometimes that challenge is, is because we've been hurt, we, we never really let people in because mm. we don't, we want to avoid that, you know, whatever might come or somebody uh, breaking our heart, where, where somebody breaks our trust, where somebody violates the relationship. We, we kind of keep people at a distance and we never fully let them in to where we're vulnerable again. And I, I love that you said that scripture. And I actually wrote that one down. Second Timothy uh, one seven. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and I believe that as we begin to allow ourselves to never fully open up, we never really give somebody fully our heart um, out of fear, then we're allowing those things to control us. And we're missing out on the greatness of love. And I think it's so interesting, the rest of that scripture. For he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. So the very thing that we're saying, well, wait a minute, I don't really want to give myself fully to it. Sometimes 
so we can avoid being hurt is the very thing that says, wait, I've given you the exact opposite. I've given you love. <laughs> right? Isn't that so deep? I was, I just, you got to love God's word. It is. It is. It really is. And it's so reassuring, though. But like you said, some of us, we do get locked up. I mean, it's it's human nature. But so one thing I want to ask you, I do believe that if you are um, dating a believer or you are married to a believer, do you agree that there are some hurts that you may not experience as opposed to if you were dating a non-believer? Yes. Like something like, okay. I, I so believe, but I, I have a caveat to that. Okay. Um, and so I believe, yes, that's part of the wisdom that we should take into being equally yoked. It's part of that wisdom mm-hmm. of having discernment to make sure that someone loves Christ because there's, there's benefits there of you know right. having someone who loves God because they're able to love you you know, through God's spirit, yet mm-hmm. you're still dealing with people. Right. And unfortunately, the divorce rate among Christians is almost as high as non-Christians. And mm-hmm. so therefore, as you're dealing with people, even Christians, things begin to creep in to where still people are unfaithful as Christians. And so though you came together in this union uh, one in Christ, believe you know, equally yoked. You know, there's still challenges there, and people have still been hurt, and so there's still a sense of vulnerability that you have to be willing to take, um, even when you uh, are being wise and you marry somebody or you're with somebody um, who is a Christian. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I was reading about that because you know, for me. For many years, when I was not as close to God as I am now, yeah. when I would meet a guy and I'd be like, well, you know what? He has everything else going for him. And, you know, he although he's a Christian, he may not be in his word that much, but that's okay because, you know, he, he still has a good job and he loves his mom and this <laughs> and that. And I realized that, you know, without him having that fear of Christ, I'm leaving the door open for so many things because he'll 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 make moves and not worry about, you know, the repercussions and yes, he has a good job and yes, he has this, but you know, he has to have that fear of Christ. And and you're right about it because I do see Christians getting divorced the yeah. same rate at the same rate as non-Christians. Well, you know, here's the thing though, is, is that, and that shouldn't keep us from it because again, that's allowing fear. And so mm-hmm. as we begin to yield ourselves to God, and oftentimes there's a lot of extra stuff in there of why that happens, because though people say that they want to approach relationships God's way, they don't fully yield themselves to that. Right. And so it's not that God's way is not working. It's we mix our way in God's way. And then when it doesn't work out, we want to blame God. And God the whole time exactly. is like, well, wait a minute, you you was you know mixing things in and you was doing it your way. And now all of a sudden yeah. you want to blame. You didn't fully submit. Yeah, you know, so that's that's part of the the, the drama um, that comes with it, and and so it it, it can be hard, and and I, I do want to say this, and I want to get your thoughts on this, and I, I want to encourage people because I was um, thinking about God, mm-hmm. and in God creating us, God gave us free will, yeah, and in giving us free will, He gave us free will because He wanted to have a love relationship with us. See, because you can't have this love relationship unless you allow somebody the power to choose not to love you, Hmm. right? And so as God desired to have a love relationship with us, he didn't force us to love him. We weren't robots because is that love? If somebody has to love you, that's not love. 
Right. Love is an action. Love is a choice that you choose to do. So in God's desire to have a love relationship with us, he himself made himself vulnerable to rejection. Oh, yeah. He made himself vulnerable to us denying him and choosing not to love him and us choosing to maybe cheat on him, us choosing things over him. But he understood the power of love and that the power of love is always greater than fear. The power of love is always greater than anything else out there. And and that's what was on my heart that I want to communicate to the listeners as you might be dealing with hurt and as you might be struggling with love, understand that God made himself vulnerable because he understood the power of love. And so therefore, when we say, even though it's hard and even though um, we might have been hurt, it is always better to have loved than never have loved at all. Because if I choose not to have loved at all, then I'm choosing to hard my heart. I'm choosing myself to be captive. I'm choosing myself to be enslaved to this thing. And I'm not allowing myself to be open to the true power of what love gives. Because without love and the choice of love, we don't have happiness. Right. Because we're just enslaved. And that's what happens is sometimes some of us were enslaved to our hurt. And as a result of us being enslaved to our hurt, we allow that to dictate our lives and it controls us and it controls our actions. So, you know, that's such a good point that you bring up because even outside of relationships, you know, when things are going wrong, you know, I hear people saying things like, no, respond with love, respond with love. And, you know, responding with love always just makes the situation better. So I can only imagine when you're in a relationship and, you know, it may not be going the way you want it, but, you know, you're still, you're still giving your all and you're still, you know, fully giving your heart it just make you feel better overall and it just gives you that peace of mind that you know what I tried my best and like you related it back to the way Christ loves us you know he we he he chooses to give us that free will like you said and the love just is so much better when someone loves you willingly so it's just such a great point that you brought up just responding with love and just still just being infused with love yeah you know and and, and that's the thing we cannot allow ourselves to be controlled by um, other people. And, you know, we have that power of choice. We have that power. Even as we've yeah. been hurt, it's, it's love that gives us hope. It's, it's love that, that drives us. And so when and we have to realize when you begin to cut yourself off to love, when you begin to harden your heart in such a way, that has a negative impact upon you. And it begins yeah. to actually impact your relationship with God. Because God is the essence of love. And and these are things that I feel like we don't even realize how it's impacting us when we begin to unconsciously do it. Yeah. And one thing I'll even add to that, it actually impacts every area of your life, not just in relationships and not just your relationship with Christ. Because, you know, I'll speak for myself when I say this. I used to be just very bitter and angry after that relationship. And, you know, it would just at work, at to friends for no reason. Mm. And it wasn't until I really just like pinpointed it, like, why am I like this? You know, why am I always on edge or why am I always miserable? And, you know, I really started, you know, seeking God and it just, everything went back to that. So you really, you do your, you do yourself a disservice because you're not living at your full potential and you're not being the person Christ, um, Christ created you to be just because you, you feel that, you know, bitterness. So it's every area of your life. You'll be surprised. That's so good. 
I want to finish with this verse and then give me your thoughts on it as we kind of are talking about love. And it says in John 15, it says, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. And I, I just want to pause right there because here it is. We're talking about uh, the next verse deals with this whole connection of joy. And so not only did, does God want his joy to be in us, and not only does he want our joy to be full, but yeah. this is how we do it. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And so if we cut ourselves off to love, then we cut ourselves off to fullness of joy and the joy that love offers us and gives us. And so, yes, I might make myself vulnerable but that's because I want to experience the fullness of joy and the joy of God. And so I open myself up to love yeah. because I understand the power and the joy that comes from love. Did you have any uh, final thoughts and you want to expound on that scripture? Yeah. I mean, all I really just want to say is um, for anyone that has gone through, you know, a loss in love, I do believe, and, and I'm very sensitive, I understand that it may feel harder, it may feel like there is no hope, but like we've said today, you know, God is love. So I feel like the first thing that you should just do is just seek him first, right? No matter what has happened, just get back to him, like just throw yourself at him and you'll start to experience, you know, love like you've never experienced before. And that's going to transcend to every area in your life. And then like the verse said, you'll be able to feel that um, fullness of joy and you'll just, you'll feel better from the inside out, you know, and then your love won't come from another person, but it'll come from love itself. So just try your best. It may, you know, maybe baby steps that you may be able to do it all at once, but Really just start seeking God's face and you'll see the changes in your life. That's good. That's good. Well, Amanda, I'm, I'm so glad that you joined us. I, I love some of the, the points that you brought up and, and I really believe our listeners were blessed by it. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, I love it. I love this podcast. So, you know, I'm always tuned in. So thank you so, so much for having me. Oh, It, it was an honor. And please uh, let people know about your podcast. Let them know where they can uh, listen to it. And, and so that way, and I want to encourage them to go check out the show that I did uh, with you. Yeah. So um, the podcast is Confessions of a Christian Chick. You can find it on, you know, Apple, Spotify, pretty much anywhere that there are podcasts. And the last episode we did was called The List. We talked about um, a list when you're looking for a spouse. Um, that was with Pastor Brian. So you guys can go check that episode out too. Awesome. So Father, I thank you for Amanda. I thank you for our heart and I thank you for the ministry that you have uh, placed on her art. And so Father, I just pray that you allow it to blossom, continue to grow that podcast and just allow it to be uh, something that is so powerful that it just impacts uh, millions and millions of people. Father, I thank you for this podcast and for our listeners and those who are tuning in and who are faithful. And so Father, I pray that you just watch over them. And Father, I just want to say a special prayer for anyone who is just dealing with hurt and they find themselves in a, in a very challenging, dark, and gloomy place. Father, may your love brighten up their lives. Amen. And Father, may they open up their heart to your love and just understand the power of love. And so, Father, we know that it's through your power, and we would rather love and love a hundred times, a thousand times, because it is through your love that we get the fullness of joy. Father, uh, be with our listeners and remain with us always, always, and always. Yes, all these things are in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. It's a very union in my family.
place I'd rather be or people I'd rather see. Where there's two or three, then there the Lord will be. Where the Lord is, then there you'll see me. If the Lord ain't going, then I'm not going. Let us be best minded with the mind of Christ. Let us love one another as you will love high. You need me just as much as I need you. Because a body can't function when a body's been too. So I'm up to downs, let love abound. Whether it's good or bad, my family can't be found.